Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. It's time to talk to Samson. Or talk about Samson. Samson James, that is, because it's time to break down the running backs for our spring series, the provision or position profile. Wow, if I could talk a little bit. This is the OEO Podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter, at Braggley. That's at B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, as always, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter, at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon spelled traditionally, Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I cannot talk today. Yeah, I was just going to say, let's hope our running back room is better than your podcast introductions because uh, <laughs> like our running game that was a little rough yeah well believe it or not i did a lot more prep for the actual pod than i did for the intro intros are tough i mean i'm good at them i think you know, it, I, you know you're kind of like a really good running game you know you know you don't you start the game off you're only going to get a couple of yards over the course of the game is where your running game improves i'm i'm with you Gotcha. I'm the unintentional casting. You're the steep. Oh God. That's pretty good. Bam. There like we go. Apropos. Well, Hey man, let's jump in. Let's jump into our running back position, which I believe is nice. Not great. Not like, not like South park 69. Nice. Nice. But, but it's, it's, it's solid. Yes. Solid with an S and yes. S like Samson. So what we do on this, just a quick reminder, we'll get into kind of what we are saying is the spring depth chart or the depth chart going into the spring season, which we are finished with, I believe. What, today was no. the last practice, maybe? Don't they have a scrimmage on Saturday? Or maybe they have a scrimmage Saturday. Scrimmage That's right. It's the last yeah. week, at least. So Correct. Correct we've got the depth chart, what we think is the depth chart. We'll talk about the incoming freshman for the 2021 season or anybody else that's incoming that may affect that position. Uh, we will talk about anybody that who we believe is going to start, what we think he's going to do, um, and then anybody that we may or may not be recruiting. So let's get Recruits. into it. The depth chart should be pretty easy for number one. I talked you, about him in the intro. You would hope so. Um, I mean, you touched on it last podcast. I mean, he's he's our number one uh, rated offensive recruit of all time. Uh, Samson James has everything. He has the size. He has the speed. He he can catch and run. He has everything you want from a, a three down number one back uh, with Stevie departing for the NFL, which I think Stevie Stevie makes as a third running back or at least. A, um, he's he's very I think he makes a roster. Hmm. How do I? I so so practice my team, squad. Colts, God, I'm not an don't NFL have team. a team. The Colts don't have a, t- a, a player like this. They barely have a but, team. That's, oh, yeah, okay. That's... Super Bowl favorites, but that's fine. Um, so, the, like, what I've seen a lot of people compare him to is like somebody like like a Gus Edwards or or like a Jordan Howard. I mean, somebody that's a goal line poacher. I think he's perfect I for that. Disagree. I mean, again, his pass catching was 
above the line if we're going to stick with NFL Mike Tomlinisms. It was above yeah. the line. I mean, he didn't drop yes. passes. He wasn't a complete liability. I I think Stevie Scott's going to go down as an underrated Hoosier. He I should. Like he should be. He should be. I'm not going to say he should start in the NFL. Not immediately. No, right no, no, no. But no, he's. No, he, I think no, he's a good number two. He's a I good he complimentary short yard back. Yeah, absolutely. But let's talk about who's on the team now. So Samson James, you talked about him. He's going to be a junior in this upcoming season. Um, how do I get into this? This kid is, for me, he's very exciting. Very exciting. Like, I see literally the sky is the limit with him. And that's not based off of his recruiting. That's what we saw in the one game where he played every single down as a number one running back was against Purdue. And he was on stoppable like carrying people for yards and yards and yards busting through holes he's quick he can run you over but he can run around you at the same time the kid is big too dude he's 6'1 220 on the official roster I bet you he puts on a, a few more lbs maybe he grows an inch I don't know how it works anymore I'm old I'm 34 do you still grow in college I don't remember so the kid is crazy good, but if I remember right, freshman year, a couple injuries every now and then, a little, I think some like some nagging ankle injuries and stuff. And then last year, I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but he had some quote unquote, I guess. We'll just say he was no issues off the field he, issues. He, his playing time was inconsistent. Yeah. And but he didn't I have think issues, you know what I mean? I think through his duration so far, he has not lived up to the number no. one work offensive recruit all time, but it's time. This Correct. is the year. Correct. It, it our running game for as good it was or bad. It was depending on time of the year over the last two years. Wasn't because or in spite of, Samson James. Yeah. He was pretty irrelevant to the running game output. Sands the Purdue game where he put the team on the back and won the bucket for us. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. yeah and and, and that, that's what I keep going to. That game, that is what he could be. He could be a 150, 200 yard focus back if our offense ever gave a shit about running. Yes. He doesn't need to be that. He needs to be. 15 carries, four yards a carry. That's it. 60, 60. If he gets 60 to 80 yards a game for us, we're going to win a lot of games. Like if the defense has to at least consider the thought of a draw or a pitch to the outside or something, if they have to at least have the linebackers in the backfield, look at it, that opens things up so much. He doesn't need to be that 100-yard, 120, 150-yard guy. He doesn't need to be. The offense isn't set up for that. And I think for what we're going to need out of him, he is. He can absolutely do that. Sure. So I want to disagree with you, but I want to hear your, your answer on this next. So if he's not going to be a 100-yard rusher per game, which I would think he needs to be a pretty close to, like maybe upper 80 to 100 yards a game. Um. So that and I think that's what Mike, he that wants means... to do. Okay. Okay. This is good podcasting because we actually yeah. finally disagree. Well, I, I'm not even really disagreeing with you, but let's jump right in. Let's transition right into who we think is number two or who I think is number two is no, my no, boy. No, no, let's, 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 let's stay on this. So well, I want to think... say, I want to hear what you want to, I want to hear what you have on this. Okay. So if you think Samson's just going to get 60 yards a game, are you giving 40 yards a game combined between 
let's say Tim Baldwin and ding, David ding, Ellis. Ding. I think you see a 60, 30, 10, um, okay. kind of split in the backfield. Um, with, with Samson James, like I said, getting about 15 to 20 touches, uh, Tim Baldwin getting anywhere from five to 10 touches. And then David Ellis, your trick play screen, whatever you want. Yeah. If he touches the ball more than five times, I, I haven't bought into the David out Ellis of the back type train out of the out back, of the back field. field. Correct. Okay. So, so yeah, I I'm really looking at not, not a true running back by committee, but you know, a, a defined one, two, and three, but again, a 60, 30, 10 split. Sure. Um, of touches. So sure. right there, I just explained 30 touches. You know, if, if Samson James is going to be that workhorse back 25 yard, 25 touches a game, then he better be getting hundred total yards, but I don't think he needs to be that. And I don't think IU is going to, I, you and Nick Sheridan are going to ask that. Out of so, so here's what my thought is. I think that you saw a lot of David Ellis last year because of Samson James's issues i don't want to keep doing this because he wasn't there we'll just say because he wasn't there um so you saw david ellis a lot in the backfield i think you'll still see him in the backfield but i think strictly like outside plays a toss uh swing pass something like that um tim baldwin is i've said i've said it and i did not look at his stats at the end of the year after i said it but I said he's an All-American in the making. And I'm pretty sure it was first or second, third pod, somewhere in there. This kid is like, he's built. He's got he's got the build for it. He's going to be behind Samson for two more years. But he'll be a sophomore next year. He's quick. So you have that powerful dude at number one. But Samson's different than Stevie because he can break it. Stevie yeah. would break those every now and then, but he would get caught at, at some point. And I don't that's not a knock on him. That's just not the person that he is. He's not a, he's not a speed back. And we haven't had that in a while. We haven't had that no. since, uh, we haven't had that since Tico. I would say divine did that a little bit. No, I would say he had, that. I don't, I don't remember of a divine run over 20. Oh yards. yeah. I'll send you some YouTube clips. Yeah. Some good ones, but either way, I think you're right. I mean, if, if you're talking like 90 yards outside against Ohio state speed, that's Tim Baldwin. We haven't had that since Tico. And so I'm not, game he's not the same break. guy either. Game like break. he's not the same build either. He's six foot two, two eleven listed on the official roster. I mean, Tico is six, six four, two, six, two, six, three, somewhere in there. Yeah. He's a big Huge. back. So NFL body. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, I mean, I named my dog after him. I love that kid, but either way more, I mean, again, so he only had, I have his stats pulled up here. I mean, so this is only looking at rushing. I couldn't find receiving. Uh, 22 for 141. I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, that's, six that's point, phenomenal. Yeah. I have 6.4 yards per carry. 22 touches across nine games? Seven and two? Is that what he played in every, every game, I want to right. say. So, uh, so let's just say nine games. 22 rush attempts isn't enough. I mean, that's, that's a little over two rushes a game. Yeah. That needs to be double or tripled for next year. Well, now for him, just as his defense, he was behind Stevie yeah. Scott, number one, and he was a hard number one. And for half the season, he was behind Samson James, who was a hard number two. So it was hard for him to get in. But with David Ellis, we have him listed as number three on the spring depth depth chart because we don't have any, any incoming early enrollees as freshmen at the running 
running back position. I would so love to see David Ellis not in any action at all in the backfield. Don't say that. He's a but, he's a he's a player, bro. Like he but, is okay, a so, okay, player. Okay, so let's 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 keep this train moving to number okay. three, which is David Ellis. Yes, sixteen carries. How many yards? You know how many yards he had? Not much, because he's not. A, I don't think he's a running back. It he's is not a running. But back. look at his receiving. 11 care 11 catches 137 yards but you're yep. uh, how many of those came straight out of the backfield like as a swing pass you know what i mean he did have a long i think of 20 or 30 something yards um i think you had to give one of the freshmen we have coming in and well, then we'll I, cover, we'll I, cover I, that we'll here talk in a about second. them because i love both of them yeah a lot so, yeah so um yeah i mean david ellis is uh, again i think i think he can slide because we're only going to get one year out of Matthews yeah, at the so slot. He, yeah. So I think I think Ellis is the number two in the slot, um, and I think you groom him to be your you know two year starter, your 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 yep. WAP. Yeah. Um, Ellis should be our next WAP. Okay. So well, I, he's going to be I, a junior, so he's only going to have one year outside nah, of this one. Not necessarily. Not necessarily COVID COVID year. So they're going to give, so everybody basically red shirts last year is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. Well, you know, take that wherever nobody, we don't know how old anybody is anymore. So, so like the only guys that are not going to exercise those options are you're, you're going to the NFL, your, your, your injury guys, guys that, you know, don't want five years of football. Um, I think David Ellis aspires to be the NFL and he's going to need two years of starter tape. So, but again, this, this is running back where we, we can kind of hit all of this later. I guess my point is, I agree with you. I think, I think Samson's the, the no doubt. Number one, Tim Baldwin, no doubt. Number two, right now, I think we have two guys coming in that I think are going to battle for that. Number three, I don't yeah. even, I, I, if, if we're talking six months from now and, and we're talking about David Ellis coming out of the backfield, I'm going to be a little disappointed um with how how our offense is developing yeah and i think that's that's going to be an injury issue if anything so hey real quick on tim baldwin he only played in three games last year really three so his big game was against maryland 16 carries 106 yards uh but again listen to this 16 carries 106 yards at 6.6 per carry michigan state three carries 18 yards that's easy math six six yards per carry Ole miss three carries 17 yards, 5.7 per carry. Like the kid, uh, he's going to be good. And he's, he's just, he just hits the hole, man. You don't have to watch his high school tape. Like go back and watch that Maryland game again, which is tough. I understand, but maybe see if they have a highlight tape of just him from the Maryland game. And the kid was good, dude. So either way, let's talk about the incoming freshman. I'm super excited about both of them. If you want to start with one of them, I can talk about the other one. I think one of them is going to redshirt. I will say that. Yeah, and I I think I think it's going to. So we got Trenton Howland coming from Chicago. Uh, he he's going to be your Stevie Scott kind of clone. Um, just absolutely hit the ho- hit the hole. He he's a tackle to tackle guy. And then you have the exact opposite in David Holliman, who I think is the one that pins that perfectly number three slot, just because he can do so many things. He, he sort of plays a similar game that David Ellis does. He's the David Ellis experiment that just kind of didn't work out in the and backfield. And he's bigger, but he's bigger. He's 5'11", 200 pounds. So, so I mean, I, I think Trenton, again, 
Um, you kind of limit him, maybe slim him down a little bit, uh, maybe get his speed. David Ellis is bigger than what I thought he was. Holy crap. Um, so I I think, I think Trenton is a perfect, um, soon to be number one back, um, that can kind of do the first and second down grunt work. You know, what was asked of Stevie, what was asked of divine Redding, what, what will be asked of Samson James, I think you sort of put the training wheels on him. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, David Holloman, you absolutely have to get this guy in the game. Well, yeah, he's going to give you the depth. Now, granted, we still, and I cannot believe this kid is still on the team. And it's not a knock at him. I just, how old is he? He's got to be 100 years old at this point. Aaron Lloyd is still there as a walk-on. So you have yeah. depth there, and he's played a lot. You have Mr. Football from two years ago and in, in Charlie Spiegel, who I think, think may or may not be in the transfer portal no he already transferred didn't he yeah, i have no idea he's no. still listed Again, on the you, roster. you you know the walk-ons far better than oh I yeah do. Oh, i know a yeah. rod lloyd because again he's one of those practice players that, Love that, that that tom allen is always talking about I, I mean again i don't get wrapped up in in you know mr indiana in, in high school football so, rankings because it's so i'm pretty sure spiegel went to ball state maybe I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I, again, I think I think if we're talking relevant walk-ons, I think it's got to be Aaron Lloyd, especially because he plays on special teams. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, he he is minorly relevant. But we uh, have depth. There's there's people there. I do think that David Holloman can come in. <sighs> it's hard for me to pick who's going to be because Trenton Howland. I want to say he's a Stevie Scott. He's built like Stevie Scott. He's six two two twenty. Um. But I, he's quick, man. And didn't he tape, also play quick. linebacker? Like, wasn't he also getting recruited by some teams? Like, I think Illinois wanted him as a linebacker. Well, he's enlisted as an athlete. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure the reason he came to IU is because we were the only ones really saying, like, yeah, well, like, he wants to play running back. And everyone else was uh, either, like, a D-end or, or a linebacker. And he was like, no, I want the ball. Yeah. Um, I think I think that was a big reason why. We, he, he came to IU, if I if I remember that um, recruitment. Got it. And yeah, and with David Holman, I, I want to say he was bigger than David Ellis. He's actually smaller. He's 5'11", 200 pounds. You look at David Ellis, you don't think six foot 220. No. You don't think that. He plays small. Yeah. So you think slot I, guy. I got I to gotta, I gotta, I gotta stop being negative. David Ellis has home run playmaking I love David talent. Ellis. This is all you. He's bro. just He's just been a little disappointing, and he's come up small and big <laughs> that's a, yeah that's that's a you thing so with david holloman he did run a 4 4 40 take that for whatever you want the kids got so his one knock is that he tries to make the big play every time he has the ball um i wrote a little note and i said tevin coleman 2.0 yeah it, if if this was genetically possible if based off the highlights that i've seen if you could take tevin coleman and like Shane Wynn, if they had a baby and he was 19 years old now, that would be David Holloman. So uh, I, I know that's kind of weird for everybody I mean, to process. My head hurts too, just thinking. Yeah, not, not thinking about that. Like that's perfectly fine, but I'm just saying. I mean, we're talking about how, how he would be 19 years old. We can, we can absolutely stretch, stretch comparisons, stretch plays. I get, I get where you're going. Um, yeah, he but, needs to get that figured out. And a lot of people are saying that maybe his speed isn't up to next level. Like he won't be able to do that in the next level. I'd say 
bro. Let's try. If you out. ran a four four forty, you might as well give it a try, bub. So, and it's four. It's four three nine. I rounded it, rounded up to. I rounded it up. Rounded it up to four. I think four, it's hilarious. Three. Every Dude, podcast, I've had half of a drink, and every, I'm just all over the place. Every podcast, one of us sounds like we're from Southern Indiana, and neither one of us has ever lived. No. Like hey, speaking of where you're from, how about that? Uh, how about the basketball team getting a little, you know, a Pittsburgh action? Did you see it's, that? It's a weird pit to IU pipeline. I oh, mean, yeah. you, have, you, you have Newkirk, you have Parker Stewart, you have Xavier Johnson. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, again, if, if he, if we got him over Baylor in Houston, it's pretty solid. Well, um, play for us. So that's a detriment. Yeah. Um, here's the big one. I'll let you take it because this is your boy. Oh, I mean, big incoming it, it, person, pretty apropos talking about, you know, the basketball team and Mike Woodson. We have an NFL assistant back the NFL assistant who can flash his Super Bowl ring in people's living rooms. Yeah. He can talk about putting players in the NFL like Tevin Coleman and Jordan Howard. He can talk about what he did with an under recruited divine Redding. Um, under recruited Tevin Coleman too. Yeah. I mean, again, so he, he, the value he is going to bring at all three levels at recruiting at developing and at play calling. I mean, these are running backs in a Kevin Wilson system. This, this is a, a fast paced um, quarterback driven system that he was able to churn out uh, running back. So, I'm 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 excited for the long-term possibility of Howland. I'm excited about Holloman cracking the depth chart as a number three, but the biggest recruiting win, bar none, is staying on the sidelines yep. in Dylan McCullough. Yep. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Yeah, he's big time, man. He's he's like, and God forbid this happens, but he's head coaching material. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I was reading uh, while you were talking, I was reading through some of Tom Allen's notes from today after yep. practice when he was talking about, today. Yep. yeah, about uh, Dealand and what his impact is on Samson James. And I think that's big time. That's why I was like, you really think he's going to run for 60 yards a game? Mm-mm. I think, I, I think when we, when you think number one running back, that's what you're going to think of. You're going to think just Samson James. And then you got a little bit of Tim Baldwin. Remember when, uh, when you had, was it Tevin and then divine backed him up? That's right. Right? No, Jordan was after Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Nah, Jordan was after divine. I think Mm -mm. Mm. either way, whoever his backup was Steven Houston, I think. I want to say either way, but you're going to have, you're going to have a stud number one with a really good understudy who, when the number one goes, you've got an immediate fill in. Yep. And I'm yeah, not I'm- comparing Tevin Coleman and, and divine Redding, but if you compare their college divine ran for a thousand yards, I think this I, dude, I'm telling you they were at the same time. I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, while you're looking that up um, again, I think, and this kind of gets into uh, you know a next segment, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be jumping up uh, a little bit in recruiting buzz. There is no recruiting buzz right now. I think a little bit of that is Dylan McCullough needs to get his grasp of who's out there. Um, so I think that has a little bit with it. 
but very similar to quarterback. I mean, we have a sophomore or a junior in, in Samson James that we think can be a two-year starter. We have Tim Baldwin, a sophomore, who you just mentioned is a fantastic understudy. And then we have two other guys coming in as freshmen. Um, the, our running back room, it has no holes. You have three down backs. You have specialist backs. You have goal line backs. I mean, there isn't a, a glaring need for, oh, we, we need to get a scat back, or we need to get a pass catching back, or we need to get a goal line back. This running back room, you know, is just oozing talent. And, and while I think we all agree that the running game was lacked results, Stevie ran hard and what Dylan McCullough is going to bring to that room, he's going to maximize the potential and the studs we have, eh, maybe not stud, the potential we have in that room and what Dylan can do with it is very exciting. Very exciting. So you were right. And you were wrong. You're so going to just stop at the right. I mean, 2014 was the year that, that Tico ran for 2,000 yards. And that was Divine Redding's freshman year or sophomore year, I want to say. He, was he barely ran. But then in 2015, that was the year I was thinking of. That was the Jordan Howard ran, year. He ran for 1,200 yards. And his backup, I can't even say it was his backup. He had 30 more carries. Also, Ran for a thousand yards. Yeah, Jordan was banged up that whole year at the end of the year. Well, yeah, believe me, I went to that fucking pinstripe bowl game. Could have used you. Could have used you there, Jordan. Could have used a a referee with uh, two eyes as well to see if the ball was over the top of the goalpost, but it's fine. How is that not a reviewable play? It's I don't. I don't want to talk about. Sc- it. I literally cried, plays. bro. I cried. You've seen me in some bad situations with it, with games. I sat. In Yankee Stadium, which number one, hate it. Okay, hated being in Yankee Stadium. Number two, everything sat about the North stinks. Well, let's like, not I, do this. Let's not. I'm not trying to die. It's I mean, okay. choose Boston a place. Okay. That, the city of Boston was okay. You wouldn't live there. Mm, probably not. Cost of living stinks. Weather stinks. People stink. Food stinks. There's no positive. Ah, they've got the best pizza. I do like. So you, you do like New York style? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm a New York style over Chicago. Big style. New York style guy. Yeah, me too. Pizza's fine, but you can get New York pizza everywhere. You can get pizza anywhere. This is any, a 19- any pizza's fine. I don't care what it 20s. is. Twenties, you can get pizza no matter what. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, okay. I never said no to pizza. Did we talk? Okay, I can't remember which way we were doing this, but let's go ahead and get a word from our sponsor since we've t- hit a little bit of a wall here. Our sponsor. Who do you think it is? As Hold always, on. it's the Monon Track Club. That's right. Everybody's screaming in their car. It's a Monon Dragwa. Hey, you well, idiot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, they're Indiana's running brand. They're built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. Craft products tell stories and create experiences that to aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. I'm not even going to ask you because I don't like running either, but do love sick hoodies, t-shirts. We got some new stuff coming up. I say we because I'm like, sit, I'm telling him all the time, like, bruh, get a pocket tee. Do some stuff with some IU colors. Like, let's do some crazy stuff. Like, let's go. Throw an LEO podcast logo on there. Do something. So either way, I would check buy it out. a million of those swag, swag, yeah, swag. All day. Swag, 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 swag. So uh, check it out. Guys, just check out the website. It's cool. It's a nice website. It's easy to use. Um, if you're uh, a boomer, you can use it. If you're a millennial, you'll probably cancel it. So it doesn't matter. But check it out. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, 
if you want 10% off, you know it. You know, or you already know. LEO10, LEO10, that'll get you 10% off your purchase. Support Garrett. He is a, an IU grad. Support his small business, and uh, that supports us. So let's get into the crystal ball before we get into Brando's ooh, randos. Ooh. So the crystal ball is pretty easy. Who's the starter? Samson. Yes. And then we've already kind of talked about his prediction. I think he's a thousand yard rusher. You don't. I have him 945 yards, <laughs> nine touchdowns, about 30 receptions. Touchdowns. That's not enough touchdowns. I think he's, I think he's a thousand yards. 16 touchdowns. 16 touchdowns. That's like second team all Big Ten. We have a non-conference this year. Bro. We have non-conference. Bro, bro, bro. bro, Dude, he's scoring three each against against Idaho and Western Kentucky. You gave Penix 35 touchdowns. We're scoring a thousand points as a team. 35, 19. So what did I say? 19? You said 16. That's 51 51 times. That's 300 points. 357 divided by 13 games. That's, I mean, that's 28 points a game. Told you. Nobody else is going to score. Tim Baldwin score a little bit. So, I mean, figure in, you know, at least four to five points from Chucky. It's 32 points a game. That's really high. Mm -mm. I mean, 32 points is really, really high. We're winning it's the not national unre- championship. It's not unreasonable. I mean, if, if, we, if we score 31 points a game, I mean, we have one or two losses. I mean, we, I our think de- we our scored defense- 31 points a game when Kevin Wilson was here, but just saying. Yeah, we did. We, we also, scored we also 36. Gave up 34 points. We, so, thir- so in 2015, I just have this pulled up. 2015, 36.5 points per game. That was 24th in the country. Who was on that team? Uh, that was Sudfeld, Tico. Um, no, that was Sudfeld, Divine Redding, Jordan Howard, um, like Marcus Oliver. I don't have rec- where's receiving Mitchell Page, Ricky well, Jones. Sat next to his grandma one season. Who's that? She was so nice. It was like the nicest lady. And she Marcus was- Oliver. No, mm-hmm. no, Mitchell Page's. Oh, Jordan grandma. Crawford. I love Mitchell Page. Miss him. But we also gave up thirty six point six or thirty seven point six. That's what I mean. Like. If if we're scoring 31, we're not giving up any more than 24, 25 Two and six points in the game. conference. Could you imagine that this year? Jesus. So, uh, again, I mean, 16's a lot, dude. It's that's not a, enough. 20. That's a lot of touchdowns. 22 touchdowns. I could see 16 total coming out. It's going to keep going up 24. So, I, okay, okay. I hate doing it. No, I'm sticking with my nine. I'm going to have four from Tim Baldwin, which puts us at 13 and then i will say three from a mixture of david ellis david holloman and aaron lloyd okay so that gets us to your 16 right i think 16 yeah but i said 24 we're good 24 touchdowns two per game i'm getting i'm liking this crystal ball one better and better all right so we've done the recruiting buzz let's get into everybody's favorite part of the program Randos, randos. All right. So um, we've covered a lot of names of running backs past, right? Um, So I want you, Michael Scott Bragg, to put 
these running backs in order. Um, I want you, I, I know the first one, Tevin Goldman, Jordan Howard, Divine Redding, Stevie Scott, Samson James. Put those five in order. I think the one's very easy. I think the five's very easy. Two through four, I, I got a different combination every time. So one is Tevin Coleman. Correct. Two, no, no, Stevie that's, Scott. Dang. Three. Wow. Jordan Howard. No. Yes. Jordan Howard, three. Four, Divine Redding. Five, Samson James. Just because he's just he's just now going to get his chance at number one. So I agree with your one in five. I had divine Redding Cause he was just so reliable at two Jordan Howard, three Stevie Scott, four. Whoa. Is what I came out Whoa. with. I don't remember divine Redding missing a game and he, he was good. He, he carried yeah. some bad teams. Um, he was good. Divine Redding would have been 2016 would have been his big, right? Yeah. Yeah, 2016 went 1,000 yards two years in a row. So 2015 as a backup and 2016 as a number one. Richard Lego had negative 118 yards, 188 yards rushing. That was Lego's first year. That was a five and seven team. That team was bad. Yeah. Well, I think this is the no. This was the six and seven team. This is the team that went to the Foster Farms Bowl. Oh, is it? The next year was a bad. Twenty seventeen was not a good team. Yeah, we had five Xander, and seven. Xander Diamond. That's when we had Shake and Bake. That's when we had Morgan Ellison, though. Oh man, how did we not talk any Shake and Bake? What what was uh, what was Nate? Nate Tyler Nate from Texas. Tyler Nate. So, all right. So, uh, so okay. Let's reverse a little bit. Crystal ball. What okay. can Samson James be? I don't think he can be Tevin Coleman. Can he be a Divine Redding, Stevie Scott, or Jordan Howard? I, I don't. I think they're all three different kinds of running backs. But can he produce at a level of any of those three guys? Samson James can be. He's got two years to do it. Three I think years, he has the I potential guess. to better better than Stevie. He's got the chance going. to be a first team all Big Ten. First team. Yeah. They give first two, team all they Big give, Ten. They give two running backs yeah. first team, right? Yeah. Man, I see second team as his ceiling. Um, but I think I you're really team. underestimating Sam. If he can stay, if he can stay healthy. I think Tim Baldwin he is, is first big team time. written all over. I, well, he's an all-American, so of course. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. What's next? Position grade. Okay. Oh, you only two Brandos Randos today. Only two. Oh. Only two. Yeah. Okay. Position grade. Uh, I can go or you can go. It's up to you. Um, I already know what you're gonna say. So, okay. um, because ne- next time, dude, listeners, he makes all the notes. He does all the preparation. He does 95 percent of the work. Follow him. Don't follow me. We we already know this. I already know what his grade's going to be. He already spoiled it. So, um, you know, boo that guy. Uh, and I'm going. I saw yours and it's influencing mine. I'm giving it an A minus on potential. Mm, okay. It, I, I gave it an, we gave running back or quarterbacks an A. And I feel like we gave that off potential 
and results. Um, I think the running back room right now has more potential than it has results. And that's what's holding me back from giving it an A. Um, you know, because again, like I said, well, you were fact checking my, um, you know, incorrections. Uh, there's no glaring need. Again, we have the pass catcher. We have the three down back. We have the short yarded guy. We, we have the gadget guy there. There isn't anything missing in this backfield. And another thing that jumped mine from a B to an A, a minus in this, in this point is Dylan McCullough. He, he is the most important thing to happen to this running room hands down. So he, he, he was, I was again, back and forth between BA, BA, BA and Dylan McCullough was the, uh, the needle that pushed this running back room into an A for me. Okay. Well, that's higher than me, I believe know. it or not. I know. Um, I know that you can believe it or not, but um, I gave it a B plus kind of for all of the same reasons that you gave it an A. So, so why minus. not an A? Why not an A? So what, what kept it in? Because I just told you what made because it. Because I, I, so I'm uh, clearly a huge Samson James backer and a pretty big Tim Baldwin guy. I know I say pretty big, but I, I keep calling him an All-American. I, I don't know if that's really going to happen or not, but um, I'm a big fan of Samson James. I just need to see him on the field. Correct. It, when in, he's on the field, he is, dude, I saw it. I don't want to be that guy, but I saw it in person right in front of me in that disgusting arena or in that disgusting stadium where it's raining the entire time. Just the kid was hands down the best player on the field. Second best David Bell. But this kid was, I mean, it, it, I, was, I keep saying kid, the, he was a man amongst children. Like he was running over fat ass Lorenzo Neal. Don't kill me. Um, and taking that Barnes dude that I, the only reason I know him is because he's really good and carrying him 20 yards down the field. Like the kid is awesome, but I need to see him on the field for a full season. If he's there for a full season, it's an A plus team. Can you imagine if you were going into this year and Xander Horvath was your number one? <gasps> I can't say anything, dude. He fucking tore us up. Doesn't matter. He stinks. Yeah, but he tore us up. So it's hard for me to say. I'm, I'm looking. Mean, I'm looking at their running back room. Too much shit. Oh my god. Their Whoa. running back room. What do they got? Some quarterbacks in there. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad Seth's not here. I forgot to invite him. That's the reason he's not here. Uh because he would not like that talk very much but we do a better do. show when we have our producer but he's from, he's from purdue and we need to take yeah, him in doses he's he's like the well he's from chicago if you ask him he's from chicago but he went to purdue um cool man that's it next week you want to do running backs and tight ends i'm going to spend 30 minutes on tj ivy alone so we we can split it up we can split it up I I, we can't do tight ends by itself. No, we'll do wide receiver. We're going to hit the wide outs, wide receivers and tight ends. Um, and then we get into the, uh, the big boys, the hog mollies after yeah, that. I, so. I think wide receiver, there's a little bit more room for debate. Who's a starter. Like right now, 
kid gloves. I mean, quarterback was easy. Running back was easy. Yeah. Wide receiver will be a little bit more of a challenge. Tight end. I mean, it's obvious Peyton Hendershot's the one. But defense is going to be fun because I think there's going to be quite a bit of debate of who we think's better, who, who's going to have the bigger season. So uh, if you're listening to us, bear with us. I think this is really fun. I'm having a good time. Me but I think, when, I think when we get to the defensive side of the ball, that's, that's when things get uh, a little interesting. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Well, we will uh, chat next week. Next week, same time. All right, Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right, great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.